welcome back, very good people. It's a very special, historic night for the world and America. We got a, a pretty big election going on at this exact time in history between... <coughs> Anyway, oldest presidents ever to be uh, trying to be president. All of them, both of them are like 80. I'm surprised they're both kind of with it. Well, one of them's with it anyway. Yeah, some people would argue, but I mean, both sides would argue both sides. 100%. That's why I left it at one. You know, that's perception. Perception is key. That's all we have is our own perception of this reality, guys. So let's all take a moment to remove ourselves from the bullshit of this election and uh, focus on your perspective. Improve your perspective. Uh, I don't. I don't feel like the the presidency really affects. They call me ignorant, but too many people on a personal level. Well, up to this point, bro, it hasn't. The president directly hasn't directly affected me. Maybe because I'm not a big enough magnitude to be hit by like the tax rates and things like that huh. quite yet. I'm still a little guy, but I've been running my game, and I'd say it's been pretty good and no matter who the president was i or is i'd still be doing what i'm doing now i don't think the president has ever decided what i've done so i I believe i I agree with you they'll be one of those people who takes the president winning as like oh i have to i have to recover i have to take a couple weeks to collect my thoughts to recuperate after that election like don't be a little baby back bitch and just get up and and do your shit it's crazy that that's a real type of person out there. Yeah, uh, I heard somebody, I don't know if it was Mark Dice who said it, but or someone who commented on his live, but... <laughs> There's Hilarious. videos out there of uh, people reacting when Trump won last year. Oh, yeah. So those are the types of people I'm talking about. Would you like to see, or should we just... You got you know exactly what I'm talking about. Personally, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm fucking... No! I guarantee 99% of them do as well, so like... <laughs> It's, it's crazy to think. Someone can even get that worked up and tied up into politics and who the president will be. Mm-mm. However, I will say, this one really got me wanting to put some money down. <laughs> it's like a boxing match, 100%. Bro. That's what it feels like. Two old men just battling it out. <laughs> there was a, a meme I saw, Dana White. Uh, it was, looked like a, a UFC way out, like the weigh-ins. And it was Joe, Joe Biden and Donald Trump's faces. And Trump or Dana White's just like... <laughs> holding them both i don't know dana white's homies with the prez oh yeah i saw them uh so is, uh lil wayne is now homies with the prez also lil wayne officially endorses trump mm-hmm. that's right lil wayne yay uh you know with all the inconsistency though in the world like we were saying just do not fear neon popsicle will be here have no doubt we will be the opposite of out. Thank you. We are in. It is on. In, in the, the neon. neon. And we there's that's one thing you can always count us. You can count on is the neon bros arriving here promptly, giving you at least two episodes a week to get your mind off of the chaos out there, or at least be able to look at it through a different perspective. Yeah. Um, let all your friends know about the show too, because coming into the show already with our we have a good little rap sheet of, this is going to be what, 58? Episode 58 that we're recording right now? Fancy. Um, so yeah, any of your new friends that need something to get their mind off of, we got a long list of episodes for them to watch. A plethora of podcast pleasure, if you will. A lot of peas. Oh, yeah, you know. Alliteration. Amazing alliteration. 
Shakespearean, to say the least. Hmm. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the nicest thing anyone's ever said. Well, he's a lot of alliteration in Romeo and Juliet. Did and he? Yeah, he did. He went. He got down. Alliteration. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna Google that. I wasn't. I, you know, I wasn't. I didn't quite observe much mm-hmm. alliteration in, in Romeo and Juliet. Check it out. What light shines through yonder window? Is that alliteration? No. No, I don't that think so either. That's my favorite line. That's just the one that comes to my head. All right, let's see here. Hmm, 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 hmm. I'm sure there is examples. From forth the fatal lions of these two foes, a pair of star-crossed lovers take their life. Okay, that's some good alliteration. Now old desire doth in his deathbed lie. Oh, okay. Oh. The day to cheer and night's dank dew to dry. <laughs> dank dew to dry. <laughs> if e'er thou wast myself, wast thyself, and these woes thine thou, and these woes were all of thou. All for Rosaline. Wow. <laughs> thine thou than these. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, all right, fair, fair enough. You know, they say Shakespeare was written by a monkey. Oh, wait, no, never mind. That's not what they, no, that's not, that's not what they say. What, they what, say the that the actual thing that was made by a monkey. The actual thing they say is even a monkey can write Shakespeare if you put him at a um, a keyboard and put him there for eternity. If you were to have him hit all the keys, hmm. he would eventually end up putting together a piece of Shakespeare. Wow! The, the, Just the yeah, odds. I, I don't know. I, I heard that somewhere. <laughs> it sounds like something. Monkey slams a keyboard for eternity. Creates Shakespeare. I'm pretty sure I'm onto something. Eternity monkey. Absolutely. Eternity chimp. <laughs> Let me look that up real quick. I think they're called Russian eternity chimps. <laughs> I just want to see what comes up. I look up eternity chimp. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, gosh dang it. All right, chimp. An <laughs> eternity chimp. Yeah. It's a know. weird band name, it sounds like. Eternity Chimp! Eternity Chimp! The life of a chimp is so chill, bro. They just get to do whatever they want. They get to eat whenever they want. They get to wake up whenever they want. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, it's chill, but I feel like it's kind of not because of all the survival you have to do. They're down. They're down for it because that's all they know. Yeah, man. I'm mostly focused on the bedtimes. <laughs> I don't know why. It's, You're it's a gamer. The ability, <laughs> that must be it. It's the gamer inside me. Yeah. The ability to wake up whenever the hell you want, I guess, and not feel like a complete failure. You, we can do that today. It's just to us how we feel about it. Well, I got... Do you ever feel as if like waking up early matters? Not now in my life, no. Uh, I don't... Like, if I do, I don't feel like I get too much benefit from it. When I do wake up early, I guess it feels nice to have gotten things done early. Sure. But I don't need it. If you needed that extra time, it could be a hack, so to speak. I feel uh-huh. that. I got sucked into the, the YouTube success wake up at 5 a.m. videos. Yeah. For, like, I was out a year ago. And I told, like, YouTube convinced me if I didn't wake up at 5 a.m., I'd fail. I'd, I would live, <laughs> I'd be on the streets. So I was like, you know what? I got to do it for my family. Damn it, Susan Mojiki. <laughs> I'm waking up at 5 a.m. for the sake of my family. Uh, this is before Sonny was born even, but 
Besides, I'd wake, I'd wake up and just realize I had a lot more time to just feel like shit and do nothing with it. I, I, there's, I don't need more time, I guess. I just need to be more effective Efficient. with my time. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, I, lately, I haven't been feeling guilty waking up. I still wake up early now. Having a kid, you can't really wake up past 7.30. I say sleep in. If you have, if you have a lot of time and you're spending it doing shit, like whatever... I say you can sleep in mm. and get that rest and wake up happy and not sleepy so you have more energy throughout the day. I don't know. Waking up too early if you don't have to. It could be like a um like like, like a discipline thing, I guess. Yeah, I feel that too. If you're in the military or something, it trains you to stay like do shit you don't want to do type stuff. Uh-huh. I guess and, that can always be. And I feel like the people who tell you to do that even are some like military people who are now life coaches. Like I feel like David Goggins or something would tell you to do that. <laughs> wake up early. Tell you. To Sorry, do that. Gogg- Goggins would tell you to wake up early and stay hard. Uh, yeah. And who's the other guy? Uh, Jocko Willink or whatever. Yeah. He would tell you to wake up early. Four thirty. Stay hard. Four thirty every morning. And isn't he that like a? Was he a military guy? Yeah, military commander. Yeah, like they they know like. Those two know what waking up early did for them in the military. And, and both you, of them say you should do it to improve your uh, mental toughness. And you can really only speak from, from experience. You know yeah, what I mean? So it's like true. the reason why most people will look up to and, and take the word of people like him and David Goggins is because they think, you know, they believe he believes what, he, what they're saying. They've done it already. So like it's the it's the con- conviction to what they say. Who is Jocko Willink? <clears throat> he was a Navy SEAL. Uh huh. He was part of. Um, Why, I guess, would people? Is he like a motivational guy? He teaches guy? about leadership and stuff now too, because he had to lead teams of men in the army. Oh okay. Um, and his decisions if they were wrong or went bad or went south, would cost people's lives. Yeah. Where the decisions we make a lot in our lives that we need to make aren't, quote-unquote, that important in comparison. So he's able to really put it in perspective for business owners as well mm-hmm. and be like, look, dude, like you need to make a decision and you need to act on the decision. There is no try. It's just do and execute. Uh-huh. So he has a very good, rigid style of, of getting shit done. Okay. Which can really help anybody out there if they needed just a little kick in the ass. Jocko Willink's got your back. That's cool. I like him and, and David Goggins. Goggins is Goggins badass, is bro. I got his book. I have to read it. I have to finish the, the book I'm reading now. It takes me so long to read a book. He's so badass. He's so badass it makes you want to be badass. Goggins. Goggins. <laughs> My name's Goggins. Hi, I'm Matthew Gorgon. James N. Gorgon. <laughs> James Gorgon here. Hello, mate. My name's James Gorgon. Yeah, also known as the toughest man alive. He has some great interviews, one with Ed Milet, others where he explains his story. And on his Instagram, he's always running and screaming <laughs> yes. why um, you need to stay hard. Because he's, yeah, dude, his story's amazing. I really can't say too much myself without butchering it and doing him disrespect Mm -hmm. but i would dig in a little bit if you haven't this is the book that i got i heard somewhere that anytime someone says that they've given up or like they can't go any longer yeah 
that they've actually only given in 40% of their maximum endurance. Mm. Like, <clears throat> that mixed up with David Goggins' spirit of stay hard and, like, yeah. just keep going, man. The only one stopping you is you. And the fact that when you can give up, that's only about half of what you actually got. It's totally, like, it's a good mindset to think about when you're working out because it totally pushes you. Bro, it's I like try. This, this run, I'll, I'll, like, go on a jog and I'll be thinking about his shit because he's always running on Instagram. Sheesh. It's like, bro, I'm human too. I can do this shit. <laughs> bro, I'm on that, like, 25th push-up and I'm like, one more. Right. And I'm like, Dude, <laughs> stay hard. Stay, stay hard. That's right. Yeah, man, I don't know. I'm always thinking stay hard. Fuck Thank you, Goggins. Yes. I know this dude on Instagram. He's running like five, six, seven miles, ten miles, basically every day. Um, and he always he always quotes Goggins, and we'll post stuff from Goggins also. Nice. Life's like that, though, dude. Life is a it. It really is a game. Of life is a game. Like in Goggins' case as well, he was somebody, and then he created Goggins. He was David. And then he created, I mean, David Goggins is him. Yeah. But he's known as Goggins now, you know, the, the person who was in the military. Goggins! Goggins! And life is kind of tricky because you hear messages all the time. And this is something I realized really recently watching The Cabin, believe it or not, Burt Kreischer's show. Um, Goggins went out there and created himself. A lot of these people we look up to and... I guess are motivated by have created themselves. They're conscious about how, what they look, how they smile. Even I'm sure there's certain things they're they've created, mm-hmm. and I think that's where the magic lies. Not so much in trying to find yourself, but more in going out there and creating yourself. Because uh-huh. if if you're sitting around trying to find something that isn't there, you'll be looking forever. Yeah. Okay. If you you keep seeking, you won't you won't find in this case because there's no creation here. That's where the magic lies. Create yourself. And what if I maybe I could propose it as a question? What if life was more about creating yourself, not so much looking for yourself? I feel like I'm too busy trying to find myself. Whatever. I, that's how I used to smoke weed. Hmm. Yeah. Just think. Try try to. Find something else new about yourself anytime I go deep or went deep. I don't really get that high anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so when you went into it originally, you would have the idea of trying to discover a new aspect of yourself yeah. when you'd smoke. That's interesting. That's really cool. Bob Marley said that the herb reveals yourself mm. to yourself or reveals yeah. you to yourself. It's all, It's never really been so introspective for me. It's more affected how... When I when I was very first st- starting to smoke and stuff, I felt as if things were a movie. Mm-hmm. Straight up, I was in a movie. <clears throat> wow. And these are characters in the movie, and this is a scene that I'm in. Truman showed. It felt legitly, yeah, like that for a while. <laughs> and then uh, and then it kind of, you know, goes away. Just kind of like you said. Mm-hmm. Music was insane. Insane. What a vibe. Like... Songs would meld together that shouldn't even go together. Hip hop and Seosin, that that doesn't match. But somehow your brain would just meld it together. 
hip hop and Seosin. And nothing sounded better than a car stereo either for some reason. Amazing. It's nostalgic, that's why. Mm-mm-mm. Weed makes you like nostalgia. It brings you back. It just keeps yeah. it keeps you back really. <laughs> yeah. It like I don't know, it connects you with it. It mm-hmm. makes you remember what it what it did to you. I think it slightly dulls the ego, which yes. can be good or bad depending on the person. I think so. Because when you have an ego you might deny yourself the pleasure of enjoying nostalgic things that you once did. Like, nah, I'm too old for that. I don't, eh, Hot Wheels, nah. Angry Beavers, nah. But, like, if you don't really, you kind of been, like, chipping at an ego or it's kind of just, like, dulled down ego, you kind of give yourself the permission to, you know what, yeah, I do kind of still like that shit. Dude, give me that button-up shirt that's Rocco print. I'll rock that right now. Like That's true, yeah. You know? And it could be bad in some sense because then your ego's dulled to where when it needs to be intense, you kind of just have a, an overall, you know, laissez-faire, laissez-faire. Uh, uh, approach to things. It makes you more accepting. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Herb makes you more accepting of ideas, of TV shows, mm-hmm. of art, of people. Yeah. Culture has made me very curious. Yeah. It opened up my curiosity. Like, like, what? Huh? What? Different cultures really hit me. It really hits. Uh, but that could have also just been a combination of me getting older and things like that. I could just be attributing it to hmm. the cannabis. But either way, it's been with me through those times. So, yeah. Um, else to say. I could talk about it all day, though. I was just going to yeah. say, I guess, that... Uh... Early in the days when I started smoking, <laughs> I would just watch... Uh, Spongebob, would it be... Uh, oh, Space Dandy. Perfect, I was going to ask that. Um, every single episode, whether or not it had these hidden themes underneath it, I would watch them and try to find these hidden themes and kind of look at it at the show as more of a piece of art rather than just a normal anime. And maybe it was just me <laughs> being faded. But I feel like it's it's a pretty good show to watch if you're if you're smoking for your first time. Hell yeah. It does yes. seem very visual. I've heard good it things. You've visual. mentioned very good things. I think we're gonna watch some in anime autumn. Okay. <laughs> we're getting through death mode didn't death, death mode right now. Death note. <laughs> we're getting through that right now. It's pretty I've already gotten through it once. We're showing we're watching it with Brittany. Pretty dang good. It's anime autumn guys. You know what that means. We're watching anime shows over here all day, air day. We, we do a little thing, basically certain times of the year. If we can't decide what to watch, we'll just refer back to the backbone of the month or the theme of the, uh, uh-huh. the, the moment in time. So October was scary movies, Halloween. The whole month, if we didn't know, put on a scary movie, something spooky. Anime Autumn, you don't know what to watch? Put on some anime. Put on some anime. There's plenty out there. Pokemon, that counts. Pokemon counts as an anime. Pokemon counts. Does Avatar count? Avatar counts. Avatar counts, guys. Um, it's on Netflix now. Don't at me about that either. Avatar counts as an anime. You can watch Seinfeld. You can watch Seinfeld. It's one of the more critically acclaimed. Corey in the House. Animes. But... And uh, I think we'll close it off with That's So Raven. So these are just a couple animes you can watch that are out there now. So... That's like original. That's like old anime. That's a Raven. Before Cory in the house. All right, YouTube. Miss me with that ad.
Cory in the House anime. <laughs> this just proved, just to prove it to you guys, if you didn't believe us. One of the best animes. All right, guys. So yeah, Cory in the House is an anime. Um, that conversation really got away from me. Uh, for anybody listening, for any of the regulars who stay on top of the of the the streams and all this good stuff, we are gonna be doing a hot sauce chip roulette pretty soon with our game stream. Yeah, uh, we're gonna make fun. the difficulties extremely hard. So we have really actually have a chance to die because we're just too good. You know? Too good at the games. We can't play on easy. We can't play on medium. We can't play on hard. We have to go extra hard, guys. Maybe we'll do a lasso. <laughs> Maybe not. I take that back. That yeah, is so I, many deaths. Um, I'm going to give up after <laughs> fucking four chips. We'll have like five chips on there. One chip will be slathered in Apollo hot sauce. And we'll spin the plate. Whatever chip's right in front of us, we got to grab and eat. got to eat it. That'll be fun. So tune yes. in there. That'll be fun as fuck. Next week, Wednesday, on the 11th. Um, so the 11th. We're aiming for November 11th. That's Brittany's birthday. Wow. On November 11th, we're doing the Apollo Hot Sauce Chip Roulette Challenge. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. If you don't have friends. Or a mom. Or a mom, then. Tell your dad and tell your cousins. Yeah, good on you, because it's tough to make it through life without friends, let alone a mom. So sad. I know. <laughs> I got too hard. Got too real. I'm sorry about that. Um, neon popsicle space helmets coming soon. I know you guys saw that on the Instagram story. Prototypes. Prototypes. Uh, concept art is is, concepts. is being drafted in our minds and on the notebook paper. We want to make a YouTube channel. I would love to find somebody or learn some way of animating to animate some of the highlights that we have on our episodes because we have like almost 60 episodes that we can go through it'd be cool to have that would be a great way also to not necessarily have to have full episodes on the youtube but we on the youtubes but we can have commercials excuse me cartoons that lead them to the podcast lead them to the twitch lead them to i've gotten someone told me that we save the youtube and the instagram a lot I feel like it's only because we're referring to the Neon Popsicles Instagram. Like, correct, that correct, Instagram. correct. That, they, not like, I'm going to go on the YouTube and find my... Right. I'm going to open up the Instagram. It's the Neon Popsicles Instagram. And it sounds weird for me to say, subscribe to Instagram, Twitch, and this. subscribe to the Instagram. Yes. To the Neon Popsicles yeah. Instagram. Yeah, it's normal. Yes. Yeah, so get <laughs> off my back, Mom. Just kidding. It wasn't you. I love you, Mom. Okay. Is Ninja cool? Bro, that's crazy. I was just looking. <laughs> um, well, let's see. He uh, was successfully able to embarrass himself uh, New Year's Eve trying to get the audience to floss. And he mm-hmm. is still idolized by millions mm-hmm. of nine-year-olds everywhere. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with yes, Alex. I'm going to say yes, Ninja is cool. Me too. And it's funny thing about being cool too. If they someone really cool wears or does something uncool, the less uncool that thing becomes. It becomes more cool. Mm. Like bad shoes. Crocs. Because Post Malone wears Crocs or will design a pair of Crocs, more people will wear Crocs. Yep. And now they're less uncool. They're more cool now. because So the, I guess it's all in proportion. The more cool someone is, 
the less uncool that thing becomes. I think it's the yeah, F both ways, vice versa. Yeah. Like, someone can fucking be lame. Your dad can wear something. And as soon as your parents start wearing the shit, it becomes uncool. Yeah. But as soon as the baby wears Teddy Fresh, people might pick some up. The baby's been hot with that Teddy Fresh. You see dude, that wearing the new oh, bro. I didn't even notice he was wearing that until they shouted him out. I saw that post before I saw H3's post. Mm-hmm. And then I, <clears throat> I I paid attention. And lo and behold. I saw him wearing it in one of his music videos before. And I was like, oh, wow, that's that's cool. The freaking quilted, the new quilted thing? or The, the old the, one, before the color block one. I seen <clears throat> that one. I seen that one. Um, movies aren't scary anymore, I have on here. I could go off unless you want to try to think of what you were going to say. Go off. Um, I, you know, I think a lot of movies nowadays are a lot shittier than they used to be. Um, a lot of them have a lot mm. of special effects and bells and whistles and, like, shiny oh, yeah. t- shiny shit. Yes. But the story itself sucks, bro. Like, I'm not sure what exactly happened in the industry. I'm trying to think of why they would all of a sudden... Just sh- take a shit on everything in Hollywood. Just you saying that, like the bells and whistles and like the CGI, it just makes you think of it and that movie. Oh, like, yeah. I'm sure it had jump scares and stuff, but I feel like all the CGI makes it feel less real. Yeah. And I feel like the less real that it looks, the it doesn't affect you the same. You know it's not real. <laughs> yeah, it kind of leaves some space for you to fill in the for, with your imagination back in the mm-hmm. day you know and now they try to make it too real like you're saying and some movies shouldn't be touched again man like yeah. there are some movies that are better left in legend as a horror movie because it's like it's almost scarier that way mm-hmm. it's the it's not it's gonna it's not gonna be it's not gonna have the same energy when you remake no. it if no. you guys are trying to catch that it's 100% not. Um, you see it every, all, all the time. Even if it's like cheesy. Even the old cheesy scary movies were kind of scarier because what they would use were like either puppets, like cheesy looking puppets, or like face paint and stuff. And that sure. would... That stimulates more of a fear response than any CGI does. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, that looks scary. Yeah. Uh, and, but it's only there for like a second anyway. Because that's it's just a part in the movie, yeah. and then it gets creepy, more uncomfortable. I do like movies that make you feel when it does. It the movie does make you feel uncomfortable, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. Um, there's not too many movies nowadays that I really give a shit while I'm watching. But it was kind of cool. Um, it's cool. They did a good enough job, but I was more. Yes, of course. Okay, I'm an adult. Whatever. Whatever, but when I saw it as a kid, I was I couldn't even be in the dark, man. Like of how <laughs> yeah. scared I was, and this was for years. I couldn't be in the dark after watching the original It. Um, not that I'm not even afraid of clowns or anything dumb like that. It's just the presence of something evil. Yeah. Around me, it just gets me scared. I right now, if I go pitch black in the garage, I it is extremely uncomfortable for me still. Didn't even look as good either, bro, but like still, it's the concept, <laughs> yeah. the original story. Uh-huh. I, maybe two more money grabs, things they just want to make the most money out of it. Not so much for the art anymore, but uh, scary movies just aren't 
what they used to be. It's a lack of inspiration, though, today, bro. Inspiration mm-hmm. is what's needed of the future generations to bring uh-huh. life back, spirit back <laughs> to this to this life. Bring back the spirit. Bring back the love. Uh, I feel like I have on here that love will soon be obsolete. Everyone will... There won't be a need to get to know somebody or experience doing things with them once you can be chipped and linked to their data profiles and know everything about them the instant you see them. And the moment that love connection stops, Mm. then... I feel like that it takes down like the sexual desire also and less people will be having kids and yeah. the population will balance itself because people, I don't know. It's like this love energy. I feel like will be lessened if we go AI. Possibly if we, if we become less human, because I guess all emotions will become more and more obsolete as we go. Mm-hmm. Love being one of them, I suppose. I do still feel... Yeah, because... And that'll reduce population, for sure. I feel. Because people won't feel like they have to find somebody. But They'll we be fine being by themselves and not having I, the love of their kids. And I don't family. know if emo- if humans will not... I don't know if humans will want to not feel emotion. Uh, there might still be ways to keep them on. Things like that. Yeah. I don't fully agree, only because love itself, like, it could just kind of shorten the amount of time it takes to fall in love or to love because once you get past all the discovering and mm. shit, you're not really discovering anymore. You're more helping each other grow to the yeah. next part. And that's exciting. Seeing each other grow and helping each other and, and building a collective dream together, that is exciting. And I think that's a deeper uh. part of love that um, yeah. you can kind of get past all the stupid bullshit of like sleeping with the wrong people, getting knocked up by this guy because he was dumb and we were drunk. And like all this type of bullshit you can get that out of the way and go straight to the real hardcore fucking love. Huh. Um, but it may do something for for reproduction because I think that's a very human <laughs> impulse. It's a very biological thing where if we get we can get beyond our biological survival mind patterns, uh, we'll just be focusing on growth. And sometimes for us, some of some people, children aren't their key to growth. When you said that, it might do something for reproduction uh or when you said that we can skip all the bullshit skip all those people who knocked you up maybe like that that stuff would stop would lower uh population or reduce reproduction because we wouldn't have any unwanted pregnancies which i don't know how many how many what percentage of the world is yeah unwanted pregnancy dude like yeah what what percent (laughs) of parents would admit that (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know and then which percent of those are lying <laughs> exactly that's a really good point really good point and yeah i agree i would do definitely do something for reproduction um and i think we would learn as a species we'd be knowledgeable to know how we should balance our balance ourselves out as far as population goes because yeah. we can't just continually reproduce forever the numbers are going to be there's going to be too many people eventually the only way we could is if we inhabit other planets hmm if we can on Earth, no. What year will it? What year will have too many people on Earth? What do you think? Twenty one hundred, two one hundred. I was thinking twenty seventy five. Something crazy like that is what they're gonna scare us with. But let's see. 
have a maximum car- carrying capacity of 9 billion to 10 billion. That was in 2011. And they're saying we can get to t- 10.5 billion in 20 to 30 years. Mars, here we come. Holy shit. Hang on to your Shanghai horses. Time for an overhaul. Unless we go subterranean. Hmm. Shrew people. Deep shrews. You went full shrew. You never go full shrew. Never go full shrew. Well, good luck, everybody. Good luck, Godspeed, and may the election monster carry you through the night. Election monster. Election angel? I don't It's an angel. It's an angel. We were passing by a school, speaking of percentages, and there was, it said, it's Red Ribbon Week at the elementary school down the street, and it said, Red Ribbon Week, not just for a week, for life. Uh-huh. And I thought, that's very nice. But then I immediately asked myself, I asked Brittany, actually, I said, how many, what percentage of those kids there will end up smoking marijuana? And she goes, I don't know, 80? And I was like, fucking 80? Jesus, 80% of them? Maybe. You think At 80% least of them will hit weed? She's like, yeah, dude, a lot of people smoke weed. I was like, oh my gosh. Especially nowadays, I think that's not, not too scary to say. 80, 80% of these kids, dude. At some point in their life, at least once. Do you think that's an accurate? I think so. I would, I would say it's safe to say. I was thinking closer to like the 50, maybe half and half. You get two kids in line or 10 kids, five of them will try it. Mm-hmm. But fucking eight out of 10 would try it. Yeah, I think so. Fancy. And, and you know, good on them, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, free thinkers. <laughs> Space Dandy, good anime. The freest thinkers are bees, bro. Bees. You know, I heard somewhere that bees don't use their wings to fly, but bees actually just fly because they are able to vibrate some part of their insides at a frequency that lets them vibrate. (laughs) That that lets them levitate. Whoa. Let's see. Bees generate thoracic vibrations with their indirect flight muscles yeah so we uh you know maybe maybe bees uh maybe bees are a little not as cool as i thought a little less connected to the earth's frequency yeah they don't they yeah we thought it was more like a vibration like a hover car yeah would repel but no they just kind of What's the word? Contract their body a lot. Kind of like a vibration. Really way to, that's what moves their wings is the actual shake of their body, not so much wing muscles. And I guess that's how you would be able to move wings that fast because I can't imagine muscles being able to pull and release quick enough to fly. At least like bugs. Carry those fat f***s around. Those fat f***s. Bees are true artists though. You know, they have hmm. such a way... Every, you know, the honeycombs and shit like that, it's so technical, you know? It's almost... Yes. It's almost genius. Perfect. Uh, much like this artist who he, he comes on his art and he <laughs> sells it. Who is that? He's, I swear there's is a guy. a real person? I swear there's a, there's a guy. There's an artist comes on oh, paintings and sells them. I know, I know this is true. All right, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm man. looking it up on Google. Artist sells cum paintings. Oh. 
Or maybe maybe paintings with come on them. Who would buy them? Made a cum painting? No. <laughs> no. All right, all right, all right, all right. Art with sperm on them. Oh. Oh. Oh, wow. Andy Warhol did some. The artist made a this artist made a painting out of semen. This may not be the guy exactly, but okay, this could be. It's around the same time. I think there's cum in there. Oh man. No. That's a lot of cum. Um, let's see. Yeah, Ookie anonymous canvas. submission of cum shots that will be used as part of an artwork. So this isn't, he didn't come on this one. These are digital cum shots. Oh. I swear okay. I saw this on TV, dude. Body fluids and art. Here we go. This is what I'm looking for. Andy Warhol did it. Uh, urine. Let's see if semen. Ah, ha-ha. Whoa. No, you creep. Look at him. He looks like he would. Where? Let me see your painting list. Let me go back. Also Banksy? No, no. Piss Christ. Oh, jeez. No. Please, no. Photographed American artist photographer Andrew Serrano depicts a small plastic crucifix submerged in a small glass tank of the artist's piss. It won some kind of art. Ah! From some Satanist organization? Holy shit. There, he, he's used semen. That's that's terrible, bruv. I mean, what a, that's art. I, I heard somewhere that art... Ah. Cum painting. I don't know what that comfort means. Comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. Ah. I do love art. By Ari Koinuma. Beautiful. So, true art, huh? Iron Man urine. Okay. Horror to see blood in his urine, but emotions turned to surprise when he realized that the mix of yellow and red had formed a doppelganger of superhero Iron Man. No. A huge fan of Marvel Comics, he replicated the scene for an art prize competition and won. No. I'm disturbed, bro. You know, technically, I watched this documentary before I get too far from this, though. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Saliva portraits, blood sculptures, sperm art. Come on, guys. You, no. you know, this is, you know, earwax jewels. It's the lit, the litest. That's not even cool, guys. Um, about, about perfumes and stuff. Perfumes don't have to tell you what's in them. Yeah, that's kind of... I, I saw you watching that. If it's like a proprietary thing, it's called stink. Mm -hmm. Stink. And you could technically, I could get into the perfume business and technically add my own piss to it and add it as part of the fragrance. And I just have to list it as fragrance. And that's it. I'm not saying they're pissing in your perfume, but... They're allowed to. There are so many chemicals that are put in them that are toxic over time. A lot of these companies get away with the argument that it's just a trace amount in our stuff. Our product is safe. But when you're combining their product with everybody else's product who's doing the same shysty shit, yeah. you're going to get some problems. Um, I saw someone on there that said like they tested for 100 like chemicals or stuff mm. in these children and they showed up positive for like 87 
of the chemicals in their blood. Yeah, so this independent blood uh, testing facility came in and tested the actual news anchor herself. Oh. And her blood tested positive with what you were saying, like over 150 chemicals Jeez. linked to cancer and like 86 lead, lead or more than that uh, connected to heart disease. Jeez. And she had no idea. She's just living her everyday life. How are any of us getting through everyday life like this? Uh, Dude. <laughs> a lot. They, there could be arguments saying that we aren't. There's, there's a huge lift in people getting sick, cancer, uh-huh. obesity, all this stuff. Um, directly linked to more and more chemicals and more and more products being released into our uh, economy. Yeah, and it's ecosystem. just so many people like they fucking they just need they want the money so bad, and like. Oh man, yeah. <sighs> Briefly forgot where I was going with that. I I maybe I can jog your memory. Like they want the money so bad, they're willing to do anything to get it. They're cutting corners. They don't give a fuck if it costs – like what they're going to do is try to find the most cost-efficient way to change shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, the smoking industry. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Go for it. Fucking – the only reason they allow that for the companies to not have to tell you what they have inside of it is because it brings in so much money. It's mm. because every industry is doing that. Like the number of industries that do that – like the government or whoever is making whatever amount of cash on yeah. all those product products, the hundred billion dollar company that is like Unilever, like th- I, those guys are in charge. The ones making all the money are in charge, and they're saying, "Yeah, let's make this law so where we don't have to tell anyone." And mm-hmm. like, it's this this hardcore capitalism that's like it's the dark side of it. <laughs> it's like. If if you have the money, you're able to make the rules, and yep. that that's that, I don't know how how someone's gonna change that. How can how can anyone change mm. that when money is has the power? A lot, yeah. The, a lot of us are thinking these guys are making the laws, the the people on Capitol Hill and shit. But you're 100 percent right. It's companies like Unilever. Yeah. The only way we can do that is take away the ability to lobby, which is these companies can pay to support certain campaigns, certain presidencies, certain people. Yeah. You have to cut you have to cut the ability of big corporations to lobby. You can't lobby for anybody. Lobbyists are I feel the like death illegal of politics. Lobbying would happen no matter what if it was even legal or not. So something interesting is happening at court like to, with that. Donald Trump is a good example of this. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't take any outside lobbyists at all he said yeah. i'm i'm not gonna do it i'm doing it my way and that's what a lot of people respect some people will respect about him but what ends up happening i heard this from alex jones on the rogan podcast what ends up happening is he's not accepting any lobbyists which ends up indirectly making the people around him unofficial lobbyists because then they start paying people around him saying hey psst, psst, we'll pay you uh-huh. if you can just tell the president something hey give you a couple bucks if you can just whisper this to the president. Huh. And now they're they're lobbying through the people around him indirectly, which is almost more dangerous because you don't know the deals you're getting into. Yeah. If, if it's like your son comes up to you, you're going to trust your son's advice. And uh, so that's kind of happening. So it's kind of hard to stop it. Mm-hmm. But I think there are ways. There will be 
it, it's gonna. It, I don't know. It has to depend on the person. The, the person keep, has to decide themselves. Keep coming out with shit that gives you cancer. Like, yeah. <laughs> no. It's changing our DNA, bro. The very DNA. Stop. And that's what's causing the cancer. Stop it. Things Stop like doing that, guys. lead, um, perfumes, the chemicals in perfumes. Very interesting. He said one thing that stood out to me. Like these these chemicals are extremely strong. They're very very strong. The ones that are in perfume that we use to make scents. And this was a master perfumist. Uh-huh. He, he's mass a master guy or whatever. Watch the documentary if you want his name. All right, fuck off. Stink. And he was saying that these these chemicals are extremely potent. And some of them, when you open them undiluted, can smell so bad. They can smell like sewage. Huh. But when diluted uh, excessively, that same sewage-smelling chemical can smell like hazelnuts. Oh, wow. So they're mixing all these this blend concoctions of perfumes, and they're locking them in as trade secrets so they don't have to tell you what's in them. And they're getting away with it. That that's oh, how yeah. they're getting away. They don't have to tell the FDA anything. They don't have to. They don't have to. There needs to be a law that says you have to if it can cause cancer. Why? Like, uh, you have I know. to. They there are some laws. The Prop sixty five law that passed, where they you see it in in stores. You see it on fast food windows now. Yeah. Products sold here could expose you to chemicals. Can known in the state of California give you cancer, birth defects, and yeah. breast defects or whatever. Uh, breast cancer. Like, someone needs to stop having them be allowed to even make items with that in it. Like, I get yeah. it. We live in a free country. And, like, <laughs> you should be able to make your product out of what you want, I guess. As long as you're able to convince people to buy it. But you shouldn't be able to shadily hide things so you're able to convince people to buy it. Like, I mean, I don't want to get too weird and dark, but it's part of the Satanist culture, bro. They don't yeah. care about our lives. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... Whatever, whatever brings them out on top. Yes, it's it's just get rid, yeah, just sell, 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 make the money, <coughs> get it, get it, get it while it's good. And I heard it messes with your hormones too. Yes. Some of these things, and hormones, or some hormones, are a big part of like weight gain and weight loss. Right. And I feel like because in America we have so many perfumes and scents and all this stuff, that's why Americans are getting fat. Maybe is because it's fucking with our fat. Gaining hormones. Definitely could All be. All that stuff. Because other countries I don't feel like have as many industrialized products like we do. <clears throat> so this is another example of the chemicals that could be leading. Also, maybe not just in the clothes and the perfumes, but uh. the chemicals we're ingesting here in the U.S. The officials McDonald's UK, they only have five ingredients in their french fries. Yeah. Potatoes, two kinds of oil, dextrose, and salt. I think dextrose is a type of sugar, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Sweetener. Um, look at the U.S. fry list. The U.K. is always, like, they have some American treats that are banned over there just because they're unhealthy. And their health regulations are good. Yes, they're stricter. They're more yeah. strict. Um, chemicals on the list include dimethylpolysox, whatever, sodium acid, pyrophosphate, and territory butylohydroquinoin, which are all FDA approved. Um, at the end, it's not a frankenfry, or at the end, it's not a frankenfry composed of chemicals are just made from potatoes. No. So there's, long story short, 
a lot more chemicals in the fries we eat here because for some reason the U.S. is so lax. They're more about the money. Yeah. So if it sells, fuck it, run it. We make money. We make our taxes. We're good. Yeah. Um, it's funny. You run the product. That's extremely unhealthy for them. Yeah. That they will turn around and buy from you consistently that they're also taxed on when they buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And then you get unhealthy. <clears throat> you living an unhealthy lifestyle makes you become more of a consumer, I feel. Like if you're fat and these hormones are messed up and you, be- you gain weight, you become more of a consumer of medical attention, of food, of clothes of everything you can you're just the ideal consumer for the capitalism if you're fat you you live takes hmm the most successful of these systems of these types of businesses create a life that they want you to live so you're living the mcdonald's Mm -hmm. life mcdonald's life is you wake up early for work you don't really have time to make breakfast yourself so you go i'm gonna catch mcdonald's on my way in yeah um nine to five type of guy on the go, go, go. Grabs McDonald's, eats it on the way, maybe finishes his coffee at the desk. Um, maybe McDonald's is right across the street for lunch, so it's convenient. Mm-hmm. McDonald's is all about convenience, so they try to be everywhere so that you're living a McDonald's life. Ah, I'm just going to grab some, some nuggets here real quick. Or, you know, I'll grab a salad since I had this for whatever. And then you'll grab a Coke, which, you know, is good for them also when you grab a Coke. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're giving you – they're – they're always there, so you're living that life. Mm-hmm. Live a McDonald's life. And the more you eat McDonald's, I feel like you start training the bacteria in your stomach to crave and desire McDonald's. So it just becomes easier and easier for you to want McDonald's. That, there's definitely truth there, bro. And I feel like a mothership sometimes for these bacteria. Like maybe when I'm just craving this food... It's just them in there. It's just the bacteria hungry. And they're like, quick, do something to the stomach to send brain messages to the brain. I think. To tell it that, go to McDonald's, go to McDonald's. So, yeah, ex- and I'm that's like, exactly it. Mm, like fucking Voltron getting into my car, driving to McDonald's because they're telling me to, controlling my body. It could very well be the last, uh, like, the last push of that bacteria when it's dying and going away. It has to give away one last. There's a there's a word I'm thinking, um, not like beckon. It's like a last but, ditch effort. Yeah, that that too. That's perfect. Hail Mary. Uh, a one last. I'm gonna say hurrah, uh, essentially before they die. Yes. And that makes you go. I want to reinstate that in my body. They want to be reinstated. So you crave whatever it is. And I think there's truth there, 100. percent I think it, yeah. you can train your body what to like, what to eat, things like that. But real quick here in the U.S., potatoes, vegetable oil, which is canola oil, corn oil, soybean oil, and hydrogenated soybean oil. Natural beef flour. The fuck? Oh, excuse me. What the fuck? Wheat and milk derivatives. Dextrose. (laughs) Sodium acid pyrophosphate. To maintain color. Uh, Natural beef flavor contains hydrolyzed wheat and hydrolyzed milk. So all that is in the fries where... The UK has five ingredients. To maintain color? Can oh, somebody on. please step in and say, stop using that shit. We don't care about color. Maintain color? How fucking long are you keeping these fries out, dude? I eat them immediately, don't I? How if long you... do I need to maintain the color of the fries? How fast do your t- fries change color? If McDonald's came out tomorrow with a statement that we're removing our 
dimethazine, fu- my fucking my. sodium acid pyrophosphate. Yeah. I'm sure more people will come out and buy their fries. I'd be uh, I'd, I'd be buy stoked. their fries. I'd be stoked. Dude, why don't they do that? Why don't they just remove that ingredient, save themselves some money, and bring in the dough? It keeps it's you, because it they keeps want you, uh, you addicted and fat. and keeps you hooked. Exactly. That's what I think. Ugh. Capitalism. So let's see what happened. The effects of food additives, sodium acid pyrophosphate. I'm going to see what happens. Because I had a theory that maybe somebody's just sitting on a whole bunch of this pyrophosphate and just needs to get rid of it and flip it. Uh huh. Which is why it's on all of our foods. But you had a different take. Yeah, because I don't feel like. I think pyrophosphate is made as it, people need it. Um, what do I know? <laughs> I don't know if someone has a stockpile of it, but uh, I think that because it saves the color, it's not to present the color to a customer and say, "Oh wow, these look great." Sure. It's to be able to present them to that customer for a longer amount of time. Uh, you, you no longer have to throw your fries away after five minutes because they start to discolor. Uh, you can sell your fries probably 30 minutes after they're done being made because this chemical holds the color. Interesting. Um, less waste. They do look exactly the same eight years later when you find them in your car. So <laughs> That's what I've seen. Hell yeah, pyrophosphate. Preservatives. I've always thought of preservatives as like they keep the food in contact so well that wouldn't it also give your body a harder time digesting it? Yeah, preservatives aren't good, dude. And nobody knows the... I can't say nobody, but I'm sure science knows the long-term effects of it. And they're not good. Because, again, everybody uses them. So you're yeah. eating preservative after preservative after preservative. And, yeah, what? If, if, it's all well, just... Maybe it'll preserve me so well I'll just be young forever. <laughs> it'll preserve my body. Hopefully that's the case. Um... <laughs> preservation no breathing well regardless of who wins this election mm. it is both the beginning well both both i can't i don't know how to word this uh it is both the beginning and the end mm-hmm. for, for one side or the other i don't feel like it should affect us too bad on a personal no. level well it depends on uh, who gets into office yeah, and it really depends on if this whole globalist agenda is a real thing. <laughs> yeah, and if China takes over. Because that's, essentially, so, that's uh, essentially the fear. Right, if so, I don't want to be in a FEMA camp. Yeah, please, please, <laughs> please. No FEMA. No FEMA. No FEMA. Antifa. Anti-Antifa. Anti-FEMA, Antifa. Anti-FEMA. Anti-Antifa, Antifa. Nice. I think that about does it for this popsicle tonight. Yeah, I'm out of uh, notes. I gotta put on some more notes. I can probably come up with some notes if you wanted to do an episode about herb next time. Oh well, I can just talk and talk. Kind of so, like yeah, that. If you got some notes to guide it, I'm down as fuck. I'll do that. Um, if you guys aren't following the Instagram already, follow us at neon underscore popsicle, and also be on the lookout for the neon popsicle space helmets coming soon. Yeah, we said the Instagram because we want you to follow the Neon Popsicle. Yeah, the Neon Popsicle's Instagram, not Instagram. Don't follow the whole website of Instagram. Follow the Instagram of Neon Popsicle and share the podcast. Can I say share? Should I just say shared podcast? What share do you guys podcast. want? What do you want? Share podcast. Share podcast. Subscribe. Subscribe. But if you like the show, you got to laugh, and it was you had a good time. 
maybe got your mind off some things. You know somebody who's stressing about something? Send them the show. We're here to back you guys up. We got your back. The Neon Bros will be here to light the way. I like that Neon Bros. I'm Neon Driver now on Instagram. If anyone wants to know my personal. I guess I'll be Neon Stee. Neon Stee. That'd be funny. All right. Um, Much love to the rest of you. Catch us uh, tomorrow. We'll be streaming. Um, and we'll figure out what. Uh, we'll just have fun. We'll probably play Borderlands again. We'll get to that game. Yeah. Uh, much love to you all. Keep you guys updated. See ya.